obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and of course emulating, uh, obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, obeying Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and ittiba emulating and following our beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So it was an outstanding introduction to our beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we can definitely, inshallah, be inspired by our honored guest, Sheikh Kamaluddin Ahmed, again this Laylatul Jumu'ah. And what was very, very outstanding in his talk last week was when he spoke about Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen and for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ Sheikh Kamaluddin, we have, you, we have you on the line there. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, wonderful. Jazakallah, with the fuzzle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm very well. And Sheikh, it's as usual so wonderful to be speaking to you on this great topic about the love of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the purification of the inner self. Uh, in the introduction for tonight, Sheikh, we spoke about the highlights of last week. Very, very impressive. And Sheikh, what are you going to speak to us about tonight? Tonight, inshallah, subhanahu we're going to continue the same discussion from last week on the concept of risala and exactly what is a relationship between an ummati and their nabi, a relationship between the believer and their prophet, expanding upon what we did last night. And before I begin on that, I actually wanted to convey to all of our listeners all over the world a message from my own teacher uh, and Sheikh, Hazrat Sheikh Mawana Zulfiqar Ahmed Nakshabandi, Damad Barakato, who is in Lahore today, and I had the good fortune to spend time with him, and I actually was just recently with him prior to the program. And so he is sending his salams to all of the listeners all over the world. Alayhi wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh, uh, we are definitely waiting for your advices tonight, but I just want to give a brief mention to the listeners of CII for the contents of the program tonight. We're going to have some very, very important subject matter that's going to be covered by Sheikh Kamaluddin Ahmed live out of Lahore in Pakistan. And then uh, brace yourself for a Q&A session at around uh, 1940 South African time. And we're giving you our contact numbers, the numbers of our studio here in Johannesburg it's 27 and for the South African callers it's 11 our SMS line is 27 and on the South African network, it is 076-786-3001. Our email address, ii at ciinetwork.net. Sheikh Kamaluddin Ahmed, a professor at the Lums University in Lahore in Pakistan, graduated in Chicago. And for those who have not been acquainted with him, I want to tell you that a great personality very vibrant in the field of spirituality and who has a deep spiritual connection with his spiritual mentor, with our spiritual mentor, Sheikh Zulfikar Ahmed Naqshbandi, uh, out of Pakistan, Jang. 
And inshallah, Aziz, without further ado, we're going to tell the Sheikh to now give us the highlights of everything tonight, inshallah, Aziz, for spirituality and to brace us for the love of Allah and His Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Over to you, Sheikh. So last week we talked about the concept of the believer having Iman, belief in the Prophet ﷺ, doing ittiba, itaat, obeying the Prophet ﷺ, doing ittiba, following the Prophet ﷺ, having muhabbat, loving the Prophet ﷺ, and ultimately through this connection with the Prophet ﷺ to attain the mahbubiyat or to become the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And today I want to introduce another concept about the Prophet which many people don't realize actually is a very significant aspect of his nature and his life and that directly pertains to our program on Tazkiyah and that is the wilayat of the Prophet And so before I get into the detailed discussion into that after the break I want to just mention what this word wilayat is. Allah subhanahu has used this word in the Quran to mean and to denote several different things. The first thing is that wali in Arabic means to be an intimate friend, a close companion, an intimate lover. And once there was a Shaykh Shaykh Bayezid Bustami rahimahullah, and he was addressing the students and he was speaking on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has love for his believers. And then somebody asked him that, O oh, Shaykh, what proof do you have that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the believers? So Shaykh Bayezid Bustami Rahimullah responded with this verse of the Quran, Allahu Waliyullazina Amanu. And he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has so much love for the believers that when a person, a human being, accepts Iman, Allah SWT should have said that وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا that those who believe by virtue of their belief, they have befriended Allah. But rather Allah SWT said in the Quran that Allah Himself chooses to befriend and become the wali of those who believe. And this is used in another way in the Quran. In an ayat in which Allah subhanahu refers to the awliyaullah, Allah inna awliyaullahi la khawfun alayhim wa lahum yahzanun. That verily the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the question is, is that what does it mean to be the friend of Allah? And what is the role of our relationship with the Prophet sallallahu in enabling us to be Allah subhanahu friend? The Prophet sallallahu is that being that human being who was sent to all of humanity to connect them to Allah. So he is the ultimate connector. And to whatever extent we are connected to him, we will be connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to whatever extent we are disconnected from him, we will be disconnected from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To whatever extent we are befriending him and his teachings and his way, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we will have befriended Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in turn, then we will become befriended by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what the Prophet did is he laid out actually this path of wilaya. And that is a path that every single mu'min must aspire to. And that every single mu'min must follow and emulate to the best of his or her ability. Now that is a very tall task. 
And many times, you know, we don't explain this to people in the beginning, but I felt that tonight after the break, I would actually outline in detail what an immense task Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us and the magnitude of the wilayat of the Prophet and what it means that you and me and every single believer has been asked to follow in his footsteps on that path. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, لَقَدْ كَانُوا لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا that verily you have in the Prophet a noble example for yourself. It means that Allah Taala has set an incredible mark for us. Allah Taala, when He says in Quran that He is our wali, then the way we can understand this is that Allah Taala has befriended us. We take iman, Allah Taala befriends us, and now we have to spend the rest of our life trying to befriend Him. And it's a very big misconception that many of us make is that we set the mark too short. And we think that our goal is only to become a mu'min or a Muslim. And in the modern world, there's a term that is used which is called leading a goal-oriented life. And what that means is that you set a goal and you orient your life and everything about your life towards attaining and achieving that goal. Iman is actually the beginning of this journey. And every mu'min, the second they accept Iman, Allah subhanahu becomes their wali, Allah subhanahu befriends them. Now it is up to them how much they wish to befriend Allah subhanahu And we can understand this as using the following example, that people have varying levels of intensity of Iman in their heart. The more and more intense and strong our Iman becomes, the more and more we get closer to having wilayat. For example, there is water. You have room temperature water, you have lukewarm water, you have hot water, and you have boiling, scalding hot water. Now, all of those are different types of water, but the difference in those waters is the thermal energy inside that liquid. Just like that, when a person accepts iman, they have iman in their heart. But the question is, is that how strong is the thermal energy of the muhammad of Allah subhanahu wa in that person's heart? The stronger and stronger it becomes, that is wilayat. Now the question is, whose wilayat are we going to model ourselves after? Is it the wilayat of Khwaja Muinuddin Chishti Rahimahullah? No. Is it the wilayat of Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahimahullah? No. Allah subhanahu wa when He says in the Quran, لَكَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ أُسْفَةٌ حَسَنًا He's actually telling us that I want you to bring to me the wilayat of the Prophet ﷺ. The same level, the same extent in which the Prophet ﷺ was the wali of Allah, I want you to bring me that same wilayat. What does that mean? I want you to target that same taqwa, that same sabr, that same taharat, that same shukr, that same ibadat, that same ubudiyat, that same zikr, that same muhabbat, that same zuhud. All of those things that the Prophet ﷺ had, all of those attributes combined are what makes a person a wali. I want you to target that. Now that is an incredibly immense goal Allah SWT has given us. But the beauty of Allah SWT's mercy is that that Allah SWT feels that that person who accepts my beloved, Yani Sayyidina Rasulullah ﷺ, 
as their goal, as their model, as their example, as their nubby, and orients their life and spends their whole life trying to reach that goal, certainly nobody can ever succeed. Nobody can ever become as big a wali as the Prophet ﷺ. But if they go, they orient their life towards that goal, and they spend their whole life trying to attain that goal, then Allah Taala will grant us success in the Akhirah. He will make us reach that goal. How? He will grant us the internal companionship with the Prophet ﷺ in Jannah al-Fardos. And that is really what it means to be an Ummati. An Ummati is that person who doesn't just pay lip service to the Prophet, doesn't just claim that he has love for the Prophet ﷺ, but is willing to change and sacrifice everything in his and her life, to submit to each and every teaching of Islam, so that they prove themselves to be a true lover and a true friend of the Prophet, so that Allah SWT will accept them to such a level that Allah SWT will grant them the eternal companionship of the Prophet And this totally radicalizes the way we look at the Sunnah. Because what happens now is a person leaves a Sunnah and thinks, I just left a lifestyle, or I left 80 years of life on the Sunnah, or I left one Amal on the Sunnah, I left one act of the sunnah. So we shouldn't think it like that. We should rather think that, no, what I just did was I gave up the eternal company of the Prophet ﷺ when I left the sunnah. That Allah Taala gave me a path of the sunnah. If I had followed that and I was true to my love and devotion to the Prophet ﷺ, if I was truly his ummati, his believer and follower, and if I spent, and if I brought a life that is lived according to the sunnah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would grant me an eternal companionship with the Prophet. That is what I'm giving up. And it's because, you know, many times people think that, you know, you shouldn't talk about these topics, they're too high level, you should stick to the basics. But every now and then it's important for us to see the incredibly high level mission and vision Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for us. Who are, is the Ummat Mustafa? The Ummat Mustafa is the name of those human beings whom Allah Taala has selected their Mustafa. That He has selected them to have the opportunity and the chance to gain an Akhirah in the Suhbah of the Prophet To be eternal Sahabis with the Prophet in Jannat al-Firdaus. That is who we are. And that is what we give up whenever we leave the Sunnah. And so I think it's extremely important for us to see the immense magnitude of this need. And it's only when we realize that it is in fact an extremely high level thing that Allah Taala has created us for, and then only when we measure our lives against that vision that Allah has for us, will we realize how lacking we are. And then we will realize, وَمَا أَسَلَّاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ because we as insan, as members of that alamin, as human beings, as members of that of all of the creation, for us, what is it that the Prophet is a mercy? How is it that the Prophet has been sent as a mercy to us? He has been sent as a mercy to us because the life that he led, the legacy of the life that he left for us to follow and emulate, is a mercy for us. Why? Because if we follow and adhere to his sunnah, Allah SWT out of his mercy is going to join us with him in all of eternity. And that is the value 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, and that is called wilayat. That that person who has made themselves so valued in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's eyes by following the sunnah so perfectly and completely that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that what you have brought to me, this strong level of iman, this iman with this high level of thermal energy, this wilayat iman, is so priceless to me that I cannot give you anything finite in return for it. I must give you an infinite, limitless life in return for that. Because if you think again, and I mentioned this in one of the earliest programs, that to live forever, to be an eternal being, that should be, you would think rationally, that should be an attribute that only belongs to Allah. Why is it that Allah subhanahu said human beings will also live forever? For this reason, that human beings were created for iman, and they were created to use that iman to follow the sunnah. And if they followed the sunnah, they would become the wali of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, due to that barakah of the sunnah, and that person who has raised themselves to the level of the wali of Allah by following the sunnah, such a human being is so priceless to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has so much value, that he says, there's only thing I can do for that priceless heart that is adorned with wilayat and sunnah is to give them a limitless, priceless, eternal life and that is called the Akhirah. And that is our destination. And that is our goal. And that is our vision. So it's not enough just to be an Ummati in this world. If a person thinks like that, then they maybe drop a Sunnah. They might skip a Sunnah. They might leave a Sunnah. But if they think that my I have been created to become an Ummati for all of eternity, and if I don't follow the Sunnah, I'm sacrificing an eternal Sobat then they will think twice before they leave a sunnah. Then they will be humbled before the sunnah. Then they will be attracted and they will be in love with the sunnah. And that is our real relationship with the Prophet. The real relationship is not the one we have now, it's the one that we can potentially have in the Akhirah. And that is a person who sacrifices everything. So the sunnah and the prospect of attaining wilayat through the sunnah and the prospect of attaining eternal sohbah due to that wilaya is what is going to make a person become a kamal muslim. It's what is going to make us completely surrender everything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like he says in the Quran that we must enter the deen of Islam kafatan, absolutely and completely. And that is really what the sunnah is. The sunnah is an ocean. And what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants is he doesn't want us to think, he doesn't want us to question, he doesn't want us to reflect. He wants us to dive into the ocean of the sunnah, to immerse ourselves in that sunnah lifestyle unquestioningly, uncritically, but devotedly and lovingly. And then when we drown ourselves in the ocean of that sunnah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then plucks us out from that ocean and then gives us an eternal akhirah. And that is that is the mercy of the Prophet that he lived a life that is so pure, so pristine, but also, and I want to stress this, a life that was so livable, a life that is so doable. And alhamdulillah, by the grace and fuzzle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I would suggest to anyone that when you try to follow the sunnah, you will find, as I have found and you have found and all the Muslims will find, that it is the most easiest, the most original, the most primordial, the most pure, the most essential, the most real way of living. And when we come on that way of life, we will realize how every other way of life 
every other outlook, every other attitude, every other habit was so utterly false and was such a complete deception. And that is what we need to do. We need to restore ourselves to that original sunnah life. And that is a person who is an ummati. And that is a message, again, not just of this week or of this month or of this year, but that is the message of the Qur'an when Allah subhanahu wa says, that you have an example of the Prophet in all of his attributes, even in his wilaya, a beautiful and noble example for you, a target for you, a model for you, for which you assess yourself. Now, when we assess ourselves against that, then we realize how lacking we are. We realize how needy we are. And if we make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that's all Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. He wants us to take the plunge. And I would suggest to myself and to all of our listeners that we've spent so much time in our life studying Islam, listening about the Prophet hearing stories about his life, listening to the ahadith and nabawi, but really the time is now for us to take the plunge. The time is for us to just move. Not to think, but to just move and to enter the deen of Islam completely. And to just make a pledge. And the way to do this is, number one, to make tawbah in our heart. To seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. To say, Ya Allah, I repent from each and everything I did in my life that was different from the sunnah model. I repent from each and every of the sins that I ever did. And I'm sick and tired of leading a life of my own pleasures, of my own whims, of my own fancies. I wish to submit myself to the way of life that you sent in Rahmatullah Alameen. I wish to submerge myself and drown myself in that life. And the second thing is for us to make a pledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though we may have been false in our past promises, but nonetheless to be so bold and be hopeful in the mercy of Allah that if He accepts our forgiveness, He will enable us to become true to our pledge. And that pledge is that from now on, I want to live a life as an ummati. I want to live a life as a follower of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we are sincere in that niyat, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept that intention from us. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will Himself make it easy for us and guide us onto the path of the sunnah. And once we enter that path and once we embrace our identity as an ummati, then eventually, inshallah, Aziz, we will attain the wilayat, the qurb, the intimate friendship and the proximity and nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why the Prophet came on this earth. And that was his mission and his dream and his dua for his ummat. Not that his ummat would content themselves with the bare minimum of Islam, but rather that his ummat would be that ummah that is raised on the Day of Judgment as a group of people who strived for Allah, who sacrificed for Allah, who dived into the depths of the submission and the deen of Islam. And that is our prophet, and that is our model, and that is our way. And to, and to whatever extent we can at least on this night in South Africa, in Pakistan, in America, wherever we may be, if we can make that niyat in our heart, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm not worthy of the sunnah life that you have sent. My life is not worthy to be molded in that. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I trust in your mercy and in your wisdom, 
and I present myself to you on this night. I present myself for that sunnah way. I pledge myself to that sunnah life, and by following the footsteps of the Prophet I have some hope that you may be kind enough to accept me as your friend. You may be kind enough to include me amongst your friends. You may include me in the ranks of the awliya, and you may give me the eternal company of the Prophet in Jannah. Sheikh, uh, very, very pertinent, important things you have mentioned. And one of the important things that Sheikh Kamaluddin has highlighted tonight is for us to set that incredible mark and we have to lead a goal-oriented oriented life. Now, Sheikh spoke about Iman and he said Iman is just the beginning of this journey. So you can imagine now, uh, we profess and proclaim that Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's not the ultimate. We've just put our foot into this path, this path of suluk, this journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the thermal energy. Sheikh spoke about the different states of water, and he spoke about, you know, it being lukewarm, uh, it being just tolerable, maybe boiling, and it may be boiling hot in its extremes. Anyway, here Sheikh was speaking to us about that Ashaddu Hubbal Lillah, that immense uh, love, ardent love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed us the way uh, the person who accepts my beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and orients his life to reach that goal and he spends his entire life to attain that goal. That's what it's all about. Well, a highlight for tonight is being an ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that is asking for the eternal companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Just not lip service. We have to be willing to change our lives, to be able to sacrifice, to try and acquire the true love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we can come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Well, he's a left a legacy for us, Sheikh spoke about, and this is all about rahmatul lil alameen. Well, what Sheikh said very, very beautifully, you know when he spoke about thermal energy, he spoke about water, and it seems that, you know, speaking about this water, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيَّةٍ From water we have given life to everything. Here Sheikh has given a comparison to water. Now our spiritual life. You know what Sheikh said? I want you to just think about it. And Sheikh said, dive into the sunnah. Immerse yourself in the Mubarak sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Sheikh says, drown yourself in the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now is the time to take the plunge. And two aspects, make tawbah and a pledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be bold, be hopeful of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's not sit back. It's just one life we have. It'll never ever come back again. So anyway, this Tazkiyah program with Sheikh Kamaluddin Ahmed highlights these important aspects. So Sheikh, we thank you for sharing your wisdom with us on this very, very beautiful and wonderful topic. And uh, inshallah, we hope to have you with us again next week. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you safe with Afia. And alhamdulillah, convey our salams here from the studio when you meet our honorable Sheikh as well. Jazakallah for the time that you've given. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.